Hey everybody, it's Tanner here to bring in the new episode of EM Over Easy. I know, I know, you're probably wondering where Andy's soft, delicate tones are right now, but I was able to wrestle away one of his mics from him finally so I could do some editing myself. Before we get started on our first episode of 2017, we all want to say thank you for supporting us over the past year. Honestly, when we started this podcast, we had no idea where it was going, and really we're probably just more excited about going to breakfast and eating together more often. Fortunately for us, it seems that at least a few people out there enjoy our ridiculous banter. If you haven't seen our year-end review, please take a look at the blog, www.emovereasy.com, and you'll see some of our most listened to podcasts, funny photos from when we record, and of course, to explore some more episodes you may have missed. Andy, Drew, and myself are very excited for 2017. There is no doubt we've learned a great deal about podcasting in the past year, so hopefully you'll continue to enjoy each and every episode as we produce them. We're ready to bring our listeners some seriously awesome hashtag more than medicine discussions. Today's episode is about something a little colder. That's right, we're going to be talking about the winter blues. The three amigos were able to sit down and chat about some ideas and strategies to deal with this season of snow, biting cold, and minimal sunlight. If you haven't yet subscribed to us on either SoundCloud or iTunes, please do it today, like right now. I'm actually really serious. And if you have any ideas or topics you would like us to discuss, please feel free to contact us at any time. And now, without any further ado, on with the show. Because instead of audio, like, hearing, it's bone conductive. Yeah, I listen to myself on like a voicemail, or now now that we have a lot of podcasts out there to listen to, I'm like holy cow! How do I have any friends? I have the most annoying voice in the world. Speaker, speaker. <laughs> All right, well, welcome to another episode of EM Over Easy. I'm Drew. We've got Andy and Tanner with us uh, back at DK Diner, crowded today on a Friday morning. And uh, it is cold as, um, I think, expletive out there is, uh, is the way to explain it right now. OMG. It is freezing. But truly, well, I'm truly sitting freezing. closest to the door, so I know exactly what you guys are feeling. Uh, no, we're both sitting close to the door, and I want to put my puffy jacket back on. Yeah. I, I can right, feel but the cold coming through the window. I want to be honest, I'm facing the door, so every time it opens, I'm getting a shot in an area that's a little more sensitive, uh, than, sensitive than you guys. I guess technically we're all at a table near the door, right. so, so it's going to be cold no matter just, what. I just want to be clear about that. So speaking of cold and winter, I want to talk about a topic, uh, winter blues. So happens this time of year. I'm looking outside right now. There's snow dusting the roadway. There's gray clouds. I haven't seen sun in a couple days. The days are pretty short. And it's pretty easy this time of year to kind of get down in the dumps and to feel that that seasonal depression that yeah. a lot of people feel. But also, it just kind of affects our life, right? I love being outside running and biking. I don't like to be outside running and biking when it's below 20 degrees. And right now, the high is maybe 16. So the chance of me getting out and doing something outside for exercise other than walking the dog, who doesn't even want to walk right now, is pretty slim. And just not being outside, getting that fresh air, getting that sunlight, gets gets a little down. Daylight shorter, so oftentimes dark when you leave to go to the hospital, dark when you come home from the hospital. You work night shifts, it's still dark. Um, and it, it can affect you a little bit. I like to think I don't get that much in the way of winter blues, but I know, I know it hits me a little bit. And want to get your guys' take on what the 
the issue is. How do you think winter blues affects you? And then we'll talk a little bit about kind of mitigating those winter blues. I actually think it's really legitimate. Coming from someone who lived in the Northwest for a lot of good chunk of my life, uh, the Seattle area where all the rain is and everything, this is the same kind of concept. It's dark, rainy, cloudy. They don't get a lot of sunlight. Uh, their, their days are very similar to our winter days, which is something that I, I, I think translates very well to this. They have piloted and learned a lot of things about that, meaning having like the vitamin D sun like fake sun, sun lamps. lamps and yeah. yeah. Have you guys been at Children's when one of the uh, docs there brings in one of those lamps? No. <laughs> so one of them, he'll bring it in a shift and he'll turn on every 20 minutes throughout his entire shift in the like doc, like documentation area. So there is definitely, a, I think, something to this yeah. winter blues thing. It's legitimate. Yeah. And I can, I can say coming from Montana where I grew up, it was sunny all the time. Like for me, it was, so it was negative 10 outside, negative 15, but the sun was out 330 days of the year. And coming to Ohio, where the first winter here, it wasn't necessarily as cold, but it was gray all the time. So it, it is a definite thing. Um, and it's really kind of a bad combination, because in the middle of all this, we've got some of the major holidays. And so, it's not a bad combination. The well, holidays are fantastic. Well, it's a good combination from the holiday perspective. It's, it's, but the, it's, also, fallout it's the, the fallout from the holidays. It's yeah. the fallout from the holidays. Yeah, I'm already feeling the fallout from the holidays a little bit. We haven't even hit Christmas and New Year's, and i got to be honest, the... Uh, the jeans are a little tighter than they should yeah, be. Yeah, it's the little cookies that are out, the brownies, the holiday candies, the turkey. the. It, and then on top of that, you have New Year's where you have this big resolution time. And no wonder if you live where we live, or even in general, why it's the worst time to have a resolution time. Because it's crappy outside. You're going to be like, I'm going to go out and lose all that it. weight. And you're going to go like, you're going to go run on the first day and be like, this is awful. I'm not doing this. I hate the gym in January. Yeah. It is the oh, worst time of the yeah, year at the gym. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's when I, I, I do want to, you know, kick up my routines a little bit and, and hit a little bit harder. But I go to the gym regularly. I'm a regular exerciser. Yeah. But then you got all these people that aren't. And you're like, just yeah. go away. You're not going to be here in March. Just go <laughs> away. Like, I am all for them trying to get healthy and everything. Like, But it is a struggle when every single machine is taken and they just sit there and they're, like, reading the directions on how to use it. And you're like, oh, please, just yeah. let me finish my workout. Or the person that's on the bike and they're doing, like, five cycles a minute while reading their Cosmo. And you're like, yeah. what are you doing here? Hey, at least, you know, they're doing something. So, And then from a resident perspective, resident life, and, and we're lucky that when we're moving beyond that part, uh, Andy, Andy, you are beyond it. We have family here, at least uh, all wives and kids here. Yeah. But this is the time of year that interns and, and even second years kind of get into the blues. The excitement yeah. of uh, starting residency is over. The excitement of not being an intern starts to wear off a little bit. And it happens at the same time that the weather gets cold. Uh, yeah. Skies get dark and gray and yeah. working a lot of night shifts. Working a lot of night shifts. Not seeing daylight. Yeah. And then you start realizing that maybe I'm not going to make it home for Thanksgiving or the holidays yeah. the way you have the last couple of years. And it can be a, a, a second type of winter blues because it's not just the physical no sunlight winter doldrums, but it's it's truly now you're missing out and you're realizing the the effects of residency life or even just emergency medicine life in the long term. Uh, you know, I'm perfect example. I'm. I, I'm working on Christmas night. You know, no, no big deal. I don't mind. I get to be home with my kid on Christmas Day. For me, it's yeah. actually a perfect situation. But for a lot of people, that if their family's not here and they yeah. have to work Christmas night or Christmas yeah. Eve night or or whatever, it, it, it does affect them and hit them a little bit. Well, and you can or just the reality of the rest of their life is, is that we're open 24-7, 365. So there's always going to be somebody working Christmas, always going to be somebody working Christmas Eve. And that's kind of a reality for the rest of your life that your yeah. holiday and family traditions might have to change based off of... That's the, the things I've been telling all our interns, perspective of medical students is that you have to start training your family and friends now yeah. from the from day one that you know you're doing emergency medicine you no longer have holidays and weekends you have days on and days off and I, I know for me it was 
definitely winter blues the first two years of residency because it was the first time I'd ever missed Christmas in my entire life with my family, and it was really hard. I had to boil lobster by myself. I FaceTimed with family. I did everything I could to try to make it better, but it's definitely not an easy, uh, an easy thing to do. That's not, that's not. So let's talk about ways you guys mitigate the winter blues. Because I think we're all pretty positive people. Yeah. I don't think anyone uh, that knows us would say, oh, Drew, Andy, and Tanner get, get down on the dumps in the middle of the winter. So. Yeah. Well, maybe you guys say that about me, but I don't think you guys get down <laughs> on the dumps in the winter. Uh, tell me about what, what are your kind of keys to, to mitigating this, this very real thing? I think the easy one to start off with since we're still kind of in that holiday season is decorating for the holidays. Even if you're living by yourself or you're away from family, still put something up in your house that makes you feel a little homey, a little Christmassy or hanukkah or whatever you want it to be. Festivacy. Festivacy. Yeah. Um, because that's, that's, I don't know, there's nothing... There's nothing quite like this, the spirit of the holidays to sure. bring, bring you up and bring a smile on your face. Well, I think in addition to that, it's important to, to set a date with your family that this is when we are going to celebrate the holidays. Whether yeah. it is, you know, so example for me, I'm, I'm working a stretch right around Christmas. Yeah, awesome. I'll be home with my family Christmas morning. But then I was able to get a few days off around New Year's. So we're going to travel and be with family for New Year's. And so then with my parents, we'll do a our present exchange and we'll have our little vacation to warm weather, which is a... Another great thing to do is, yeah. is get a little winter escape, yeah. and it's cool. It doesn't bother anybody that we're not we're not opening presents with my, you know, with my son's grandma and grandpa on Christmas Day. We're opening presents a week later. He doesn't care. He's yeah. he's happy about it, and we're still going to have that family thing. So even if it's not the day, yeah. set a date that is going to be that's my family's holiday yeah. day, and we're going to do it. We're going to make it work. I think one thing is, is that even though it is bad outside, it's fine opportunities to go outside. Absolutely. Um, I love sledding with my kids in the wintertime, whatever, there's a fresh snow and I'm off. Are there hills around here that you can sled on? There are. They're hard to find. Uh, it, and the it, problem is, is they're well-traveled well, they're well hills because there's only like five of them. Excuse me, sir. We are currently in Grandview Heights. You could not have the name Heights without having some type of elevation. Uh, my altimeter that I have walked with. It's not that much of a height. <laughs> you don't need much of a height to get a little inner tube going very fast. So, touche, um, touche. Get, get out of the kids. And then um, I know Tanner likes to do these, and I like them as well as winter hikes. Um, it's amazing how different the place you like to hike in the summer is in the wintertime. I like to think of a really cold day to hike on as like a cold shower. It sounds like a terrible idea, yeah. but once you do it, you feel really good about it yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I've never felt good about a cold shower, but I totally get the idea <laughs> of, a, of a, a hike in the winter. Like that, that did, you ever that just do that for fun? Just turn off full blast cold. Try to see how long you can bear it. No. Oh, it's, try it. You should try it today. Yeah, it's invigorating, it I'm sure. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Um, and then I also use it as a time as the wintertime because I'm going to spend more time in, indoors. To me, this is kind of my project time. So I've got a bunch of projects that have either been kind of piling up that I can catch up on, or it's also a good time that I kind of use as a brainstorming session. In my office, I've got a little board that I'll start writing tons of stuff on, putting sticky notes on. So I kind of use it as a, I know I'm going to be indoors. I'm going to as well use it for good use. Um, well, that explains why the Andy emails about ideas and projects have increased recently. <laughs> makes total sense. All right, now, Leslie, now, I, now I understand. All right. And then another piece, it's it's a lot easier said than done, and I am notoriously bad at it this time of year, but watching what you eat. Uh, you're probably not exercising as much. It's a lot of sugar, candy, cookies, and stuff like that. It's out this time of year around the holidays, and it's instant gratification when you eat it, but it's delayed 
disgratification and dissatisfaction with yeah. your decisions. Uh, so, so that can be a big part of it is a, a good healthy diet goes a long way into making you feel better about yourself and uh, lots of carbs, lots of sugar are not a good thing. I'm by no means saying you should cut out carbs and sugar. They're an important part of the American diet. <laughs> of the food pyramid. Of the food pyramid. Yeah. But, uh, well, and part of those things, th- those make you happy too, but it's just in between really focus on the good stuff. Uh, and, yeah. and moderation. Yeah. And, and really yeah. moderation. So. Yeah. You know, one of the other things I, I, I really enjoy, and you guys know I'm, I'm a night shift guy, although night shifts, the, the flip-flop tends to be a little bit harder on me than it used to be. I think I am actually getting a little bit older. But uh, one of the beautiful things about night shifts is the ability to be out in daylight during the winter. No, I agree. You get to bed, it's still dark, which is sometimes nice, or it's just starting to get light so you can truly get to sleep, and then make sure you get up in time to experience some daylight in the afternoon. So if you're up by 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you still have two, three hours of daylight, you can get some exercise, and you can take that hike in the woods, you can go for a walk with the dog, and it's going to be a little warmer than it is at first thing in the morning when when you're normally working day shift, or at night when you get home from day shift and it's already dark out, so there's a beauty to night shift in the winter, and it makes me appreciate and love night shift even more. I agree. 100%. Just because of that. Yeah, that's that's something that I don't think I really realized until probably last year is the beauty of a night shift during the winter because you are up during the day. Sometimes, depending on how the things goes, and you actually get to see daylight as opposed to the everyday showing up before it gets, the sun comes up and going home after it goes down. Yeah, I, I was on as a third. I was on trauma over Christmas and New Year's, and it was I hated the day shifts because yeah. I'd get to the hospital at six, it'd be dark. Leave the hospital at seven, it'd be dark, and it was just awful. And I would literally. Pray for those 24-hour shifts where I would get off. You get off and you get to see a little bit of daylight and experience. Yeah. And that even if it was just something like, oh, I'm just going to go run errands. But I, it was light outside when I was oh, yeah. running errands. Absolutely. The other thing I like to do is get on Instagram and scroll through all the pictures of beaches. Of warm, sunny places. And warm. Yeah. And, and one, thing that, one thing I do like about the winter is, is my family, we typically get tri- take a trip. It's not always somewhere sunny, um, just because th- those can be a little expensive sometimes. But we typically go somewhere for a couple of days that's not our home. It's where we can just go have a fun experience with the family. Um, so I think that's I think that's a worthwhile thing. Like a couple years for the last couple of years, we, there's an indoor water park that's not far from here. It's a lot of artificial sunlight, but it's still nice. sunlight. Um, it's fun. The wa- the water's warm. The kids have a good time. It's a good fake beach that my kids enjoy. Um, but it's just fun to get away. Do they put the UV lights up in there? They do actually. Just yeah. some major lights. Yeah. And I, I just want to say for for those of you, if there are any that listen below the Mason Dixon line, first of all, um, sorry you don't understand anything we're talking about. <laughs> Right, it's great that right now it's probably sixty-five degrees and sunny wherever you are. But, but, but what according is to, but the Mason-Dixon You don't understand. You don't know the Mason-Dixon line. I understand the concept. I just don't know how did it get there. the historical perspective of the yes. Mason-Dixon line. I know all of our listeners want to know this, but yes, tell me the hist- quick well, I mean, synopsis. It, without going delving into it, it's it's what divided the North and the South during the Civil War. D- well, pre-Civil War, yeah, basically, pre-Civil saying, War. Uh, North and Mason-Dixon line is. Traditional North, so anti-slavery, and then South and Mason-Dixon line is your, was your pro-slavery, and it was actually a treaty line that was that was created. And somebody's going to tell me I got this wrong, and I don't have my dates right, and something's up, and that's fine. Like, listen, I was a, I was a medieval European history major in college, so American history is not my strong suit. <laughs> so he, he had to take a couple of history classes, but. but I did take some U.S. history, and basically it was like, you know, this is this is the that that divided the country. Interesting. And it is also a very north-south. To this day, one North culture versus South culture, but also weather yeah, uh, tends to really follow that Mason Dixon line. It's almost like uh, I 70 running through Ohio, which is sure. far north than the Mason Dixon line, but north of I 70 gets bad snowstorms and lots of snow. South yeah. of I 70, 
you know, does not as much. And yeah. Columbus, since I seventy runs right through us, it just depends on whether it pushes a little north or a little bit south. Yeah. Right. We either get that nasty rain and ice storm, or you get tons of snow. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do want to say, I love seasons. I do. Maybe this is why winter doesn't bother me that much, but I, there's something I enjoy about waking up to snow and shoveling and playing in the snow and yeah. watching the dog, you know, think it's amazing. And my kid the other day when it snowed literally took a broom and cleaned off every ounce of his playset in his yard because he saw me shoveling the sidewalk and driveway. <laughs> yeah. and he so wanted to take care of his stuff. He wanted to yeah. take care of his stuff. So he, I mean, he's sitting there with his broom, like pushing it up the slide as far as you could reach. And then he climbed up the stairs with the broom and is pushing the snow down the slide. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's awesome. It's a fun time of year yeah. and it, it can be a lot of fun. So embracing the winter, embracing what you have, but making the best yeah. of the, the opportunities to hold off the, the winter blues. Yeah. I think... I, I miss the mountains during this time of year sure. because there's so many cool things you can yeah. do in the mountains with snow, but even just going on like a snowshoe or something like that is a really fun, cool thing to do that I really enjoy. Anyways. So get outside, get some sunlight, eat healthy, exercise. Exercise. Yeah. Love the nightlife, and uh, hopefully you guys can mitigate some, some winter blues out there. Yeah, if anyone good. else has any tips, ideas, let us know. We'd love to hear from you, and uh, can't wait to talk to you next time. You sounded like Beaker. I don't know if we'd have you on the podcast. So. Yeah, it would have a nice little flair. <laughs>